This is the Bouquet Toss Podcast, brought to you by the Budget Savvy Bride. We're here to help you figure out what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Join founder Jessica Bishop and editor Sari Wienerman as we unpack wedding trends and traditions to help you plan a wedding that feels authentic to you. So before you get cold feet, let's dive right in. Celebrities, they're just like us. Even Hollywood stars and celebs are disrupting traditional weddings. From their choice of venue to wedding day attire and even cake, celebrities are making iconic, non-traditional choices to have their wedding their way. We love to see it. While celebrity weddings have always been a thing of aspiration and inspiration for us regular folks, believe it or not, your favorite stars actually do make some budget-friendly choices for their weddings. Many of these choices may not have been made with the intention of saving money, but that doesn't mean they aren't still super smart and savvy ways to cut costs on your wedding. With us today to discuss steelworthy ideas from celebrity weddings is Leah Longbreak, host of the Weddings Unveiled podcast. Hi, Leah. Hello. How's it going? So good. I'm going to do a quick little intro here. Leah Longbreak has worked as a producer and on-air host for various news outlets, TV, radio shows, podcasts, and more with almost 20 years of experience in media and entertainment. In addition to hosting Weddings Unveiled, Leah is currently a producer of several other great shows at Evergreen Podcasts. With her background in reporting, she loves creating new and interesting content and believes everyone has a story to tell. And I was lucky to meet Leah when I guested on her podcast, Weddings Unveiled, and just had so much fun talking all things wedding and especially bonded over our love, mutual love of (laughs) celebrity culture. So we thought you'd be the perfect guest to join us for this episode. I am so excited to nerd out on celebrity weddings with (laughs) y'all. So let's get started. I'm going to pose this question to both of you. What do you love most about following celebrity weddings? To me personally, it is seeing what unique twist they'll bring to the table. And I think that's why there's a lot of influence from celebrity weddings that move on then to all of us, you know, they have these resources that we don't necessarily have. So you have these top designers creating these outfits and these cakes and venue ideas that we may not have thought of. And so that then brings an influence to us. And so I'm so excited to see what's going to come next. Like who knew when Gwen Stefani married Gavin Rossdale, that she'd wear this killer pink ombre John Galliano, right? And while that didn't become a trend right off the rip, it was so interesting. And then 10 years later, you see all these pink dresses. Celebrity weddings just bring so much fun and interesting to the table. I think because they have, like you said, the resources, they have like creative teams often helping them execute this stuff. So they are able to like put their personal stamp on their day. And it does get your juices turning like as a couple, you know, who's planning your wedding now, like of ways that you can pull off that look yourself, hopefully for less. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about a lot of different moments, but if you have to pick one favorite celebrity wedding moment, what would it be? Okay, without a question, all-time favorite, will always be my favorite, is 1998's wedding with Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. And I really thought that I was going to have the same wedding. (laughs) I did not end up having it. But um, for those that aren't familiar, when Cindy Crawford married restaurateur Randy Gerber, they did a very budget-friendly beach wedding in the Bahamas. She was barefoot. 
She wore an off-the-rack John Galliano slip dress, natural wavy hair and makeup. He wore um, just a button-up linen top. He was barefoot. It was like maybe 40 people got married on the beach. And then they at night and for the reception, they jumped in a pool in their bathing suits. (laughs) Like it was such an awesome, simple, beautiful beach wedding. Hands down, my favorite. I mean, she is the most iconic model of all time. And I'd say that's a pretty model, iconic budget wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, you'd see so many elaborate ones especially in the 90s, 80s and 90s. And for her to, to make this pivot and have this simple but beautiful wedding, I mean, ugh. I really think it says something when you do have access to practically all the resources in the world, all the money you could need to put together something really lavish, to choose something more simplified. Mm-hmm. That really says something to me. That makes a statement. And it's inspiring for couples to think about and to keep that in mind to really focus on what actually matters to them, which is something we talk about constantly. Yeah, I mean, she could have had John Galliano or any other designer create a custom creation for her, but she chose to get this dress off the rack. Well, John Galliano is probably, you know, she's not spending $100, but for John Galliano, off the rack is probably a lot cheaper, <laughs> a lot more yeah, budget friendly. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's interesting because something we always say is we feel like couples are asking for permission to do their wedding their way. And I feel like celebrities just don't need to ask for permission. Yes. We would like to encourage you that if us telling you you don't need permission is not enough, (laughs) looking at other people who do it, because it's such a great example. She could have done anything. She could have spent all this money. She could have had anything she wanted, but clearly her values aligned with something that was more intimate, that was specific to what her guests would like, what she would like. And like, ultimately, that's really what we're trying to get everybody to do. Yeah. So I I mentioned this on the episode that I was on of Weddings Unveiled with Leah, but I really loved Maren Morris's wedding dress in particular, and a lot about her wedding, actually. I think she really stuck to what meant the most to her, really incorporated some personal touches, like particularly her wedding gown was modeled after her mom's wedding dress from the 80s. It's a short dress with like a long train on the back. When I see it, I think of like a Barbie, like an 80s Barbie dress. That's a great way of putting it. But it's like very rock and roll, very unique. And I just love that she not only did a style that was not so traditional, but that it had that representation of a deeper meaning because it was modeled after her mom's dress. And you said it was uh, a Nashville designer, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it was a local Nashville designer. And of course, Marin is a country artist. I, I just love her, her voice and her music. So yeah, I loved that she like kept it local. So obviously, fashion is something that celebrities will always be doing iconically, right, for their wedding. That's a given. But I would love to talk about some other details that we've seen celebrities do in their own way that are steel worthy for people like us. So what about food? One of my favorites, which I'm just a big fan in general, Leah Michelle from Glee. She is Italian, like her heritage is Italian. And so she served family style Italian food at her wedding. And so family style, if if you're not familiar, it's like big bowls of pasta and bread and salad where you literally can pass it around the table like you're eating dinner with your family at home. I just love that. I think it feels so like personal. And obviously pasta is a really budget friendly option too. So um, I think that's one that you can definitely steal for yourself. I like the idea of heavy hors d'oeuvres, like doing a big charcuterie 
table. You know what I mean? Yes. People kind of pick from there. You can do that affordably and still have plenty of options for everyone, whether you're vegan or not, you know? Absolutely. Isn't that the most fun part anyway? I feel like when you're at a wedding, you want to have a bunch of different things, maybe not just, you know, focus on your entree. So I love like a grazing table idea. COVID makes it a little difficult, I would say, but you can even do like single serve charcuterie things. There's a lot that you can do. And I feel like freeing yourself from the idea that your guests are going to be expecting this four course sit down meal is probably really helpful. You get to decide what it is that you do. There's no rules. You can do whatever you want. It's not food, it's alcohol, but um, Kelsey Ballerini, also a country artist. So she and her husband, they didn't, they hosted an award show together and they weren't dating or anything yet, but it was like, oh, they're cute, like whatever. And afterwards they had gone to a Nashville bar right there by where they did the award show and they ended up doing a tequila shot together. And that's when she was like, oh, I like you. And they started dating. So fast forward to when they got married and they did a very small beach wedding, barefoot, 20, 30 people, they had everyone do a tequila shot at the end. Oh, I love that. It's kind of like the take of the newer trend of take a shot and take your seat or take a seat, take a shot, whatever that trend. I love that. An alternative to a champagne toast, perhaps. Correct. <laughs> yes, yes. I think those are kind of going away. True champagne can be pretty pricey. And so it's something that often I feel like gets cut, especially by couples who are really budget conscious. And so, I mean, obviously guests can raise their glass with whatever is in it. But if you wanted something a little bit unique, that's an interesting twist. I really love that that like incorporated their personal story too. Yeah. Although I have to question, like, isn't she married to what's what's her husband's name? I can't think of the top of my head. He's a country but, artist. But he's Australian, Australia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so the Australian accent wasn't enough. It wasn't until they took a shot together. She realized <laughs> she liked him. <laughs> I think she was just so like probably in work mode. Yeah. yeah. You can actually catch their wedding on, um, if you go to people.com and go to people weddings, they're mm. one of the featured weddings. You can watch them oh. tell their story. I love watching those. I will have to do that. I actually saw him in concert in Tampa right before COVID happened as part of like a charity event. But yeah, that's that's so funny. Yeah. For everyone who would like to know, Kelsey Ballerini's husband's name is Morgan Evans. Oh, Morgan, Morgan Evans. Evans. Yes. Yes. He, They're a cute couple. They are a really cute couple. Speaking of another country artist, you know, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani got married this year. Did you happen to see her wedding cake? I did. And it was a reproduction of her parents' cake, which I thought was really cool. And you don't see big, huge, tiered wedding cakes anymore. Like that really had gone away. It's been like naked cakes and cupcakes. <laughs> so um, I thought it was really cool that they did that. Yeah, it's definitely a retro vintage style. Like it looks like something from probably like the 70s. And when I first saw the photo, I was like, well, that's an interesting choice. But then when I heard the story and that it was modeled after her parents' cake, it put it in context. And they did a lot of meaningful details because they got married at their Oklahoma ranch. So that was another home wedding, small guest list, like think like 40 people also. She wore Vera Wang for both the wedding and for the reception. The reception dress, which is a shorter, more 80s kind of rock and roll look, they had foliage trickling down and the embroidery is highlighted with hand-sewn lovebirds symbolizing the couple and then joined by three baby lovebirds representing Gwen's three kids. And then her veil, for the long veil, you'll see like kind of like in her... um. The handwriting that she uses for her like lamb line has Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo around the bottom of the veil. 
And then she changes to a short veil for the reception, which is back on trend. It's very Audrey Hepburn back in the day. But Gwen just did it. Uh, Ariana Grande did it. I love when Lily Allen did it for her Vegas wedding last year. Yeah. So, oh, and she wore those boots as a nod to Blake. Tying it all together. I love that. Did you know that Kristen Bell wore just like a black pantsuit when she married Dax Shepard? Yes, because she's one of my favorite of like the black dress looks. To me, the OG of that is Sarah Jessica Parker when she Matthew Broderick in the 90s. But yeah, I love that. And they did the courthouse wedding. I love that look. And, you know, their story too, like they had been together for a long time, but they kept waiting until gay marriage was legalized Mm. until they got hitched. They were one of many celebrity couples that spoke out and said not until it's legal. And then once it was legal, then they went and did it. I love that. Mm-hmm. And again, another example of like a couple who had plenty of resources, but opted to just do the darn thing. <laughs> well, and that actually comes to mind. One of my favorites, like there's no pictures of this wedding. So if you can find one, please send it to me because <laughs> I've never seen it. But when Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher got married, yes. they also did like a simple home or courthouse wedding. We'll never know until I can see a picture for proof. But <laughs> He bought her a rock for the engagement, right? Uh-huh. She never wears it. She's even said on one of the talk shows, like, I never wear it. The wedding band she picked out, and here's a budget-friendly tip. Mila Kunis picked the rings out on Etsy. Her wow. wedding band is $90. His is 100 So under $200 for their wedding bands, and that's what she wears. She never wears her engagement ring. That's probably worth, like, millions. Wow. That's a move. But I mean, it, it's Again, about- you had the resources. They could have had, like, a specially made Cartier. I mean, they're not house poor you know that she chose to be frugal and you know I think some of that has to do with her upbringing she said in one of the interviews but I mean I love to I love to see it I really do I feel like right they focus on what they actually care about so another one that I thought was interesting dress wise Mm -hmm. um Kira Knightley with the short courthouse dress yes So she got married in the courthouse at like a town hall in France wearing a short dress and it's from Chanel and it's tulle and she's actually reworn it on the red carpet. I know. I love it. Here's the joy of having a dress that you can wear again (laughs) and her not giving a rat's tail that you've already seen her photographed in it. And it looks different every time she's worn it too because she's jazzed it up with different like shoes and different hair and makeup looks that you almost forget it's like the same dress. Mm -hmm. The joy of having red carpet events to go to all the time. (laughs) Right? (laughs) One of my favorite celebrity brides to ever like go back and look at is Liz Taylor, right? The queen, eight times, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was getting married so much she's done it eight times. (laughs) Yeah. And I was going back and like re-looking at her looks, even though I've seen it, you know, just refreshing. And something that I had forgot about that I, I would hope would become a trend is two of her engagements, she didn't get rings, to the wedding with, I think it was with Eddie Fisher, which was number four. He didn't propose with a ring, he proposed with a bracelet. And then the first time Richard Burton proposed to her, he proposed to her with a brooch, which she then wore for the wedding. And so, I mean, they don't have to be super expensive. I'm sure hers were like Cartier and thousands of dollars. But even not like bucking the trend of the engagement ring and doing like a brooch or a bracelet or earrings that you can then wear for the wedding and then wear every day for the rest of your life, I think would be a really cool trend to see happen. It's funny that you bring that up because I recently got a press release talking about uh, luxury watches being the new go-to for proposals. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. Apparently that's I the thing. I they have luxury Fitbits because that's what I would have wanted. <laughs> they had to pry the Fitbit off of me on my wedding day. My husband, <laughs> my mom, the bridesmaids like, no, I'm like, I'm going to lose so many steps today. And they're like, you're still getting steps. I'm like, it's not being counted. But, but did you have a tan line? <laughs> I probably, no, I was a little pasty. It was still May in Cleveland. <laughs> so I was still pale. <laughs> People love their Fitbits. I love my Fitbit. I love that. That's That's cool. The luxury watch thing. Because you hear that sometimes like a groom's gift that you give like the morning of or something, but Mm -hmm. never as an engagement. That's cool. Yeah. There are no rules. No rules. Amen. When you're rocking that new engagement bling, more eyes than ever will be peeping at your hands. If you're cringing at the cost of twice monthly manis at your local nail salon, consider making the swap for a DIY option like the incredible mani kits from Olive and June. Olive and June's salon experience was raved about by customers in Beverly Hills, and now they're bringing an elevated experience to your home with their manicure kits. The Perfect Match Kit is the best thing for a bride-to-be. It consists of their most loved bridal colors to help you find the perfect color for each of your wedding events. Learning to DIY your own nails is a lifestyle hack you can reap the benefits from long beyond your wedding planning days. Make it a weekly ritual and you'll save hundreds of dollars over the course of your engagement. Just think about what you'll spend the savings on. Listeners of the Bouquet Toss can get 20% off any Olive and June Manny System, Petty System, or Complete System with code SAVVY20 at checkout. Happy manicuring. Okay, so something I would really love to discuss is celebrities getting married in Vegas because... Ooh, I was so excited. Oh, sorry. I have like a whole thing on this. <laughs> oh, so good. So I feel like something we've discussed before is there is sometimes a bit of a stigma to getting married in Vegas. Eloping has often been just basically equated with going to Vegas and getting married by like an Elvis impersonator or something like that, which also fine. But like, do you, if that's what you want, absolutely. But I do think that when people think of, oh, just like do it quick and dirty, like go do it in Vegas. And that has so changed. So I love that there's a lot of celebrities that are still doing this. So let's, let's just talk about them. Go take a deep dive. Well, the earliest one I can think of, and it's funny you say Elvis impersonator, is Elvis Presley, him and Priscilla. When they got married in the 60s, they hopped on a private plane, Frank Sinatra's private plane, with a few of their friends, and they got married there. Is that why people do it with the Elvis impersonator? I mean, I think it's part of it. Then he, in the late 60s, early 70s, he had a whole, he was the original showman in Vegas that had his own like residency like we see now. He, I mean, there's the whole Elvis in Vegas TV special that still gets re-aired sometimes, him in the white jumpsuit that's beaded. That's really where Elvis Vegas connection truly is. Wow. So we Mm -hmm. just uncovered the history of the Elvis (laughs) impersonator wedding efficient tradition. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Or trend, depending on how you look at it. (laughs) Yeah. But then like, you know, other celebrities throughout that time, but more modern, recently we had um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. We had Lily Allen and David Harbour. One of my favorites is Mark Consuelos and Kelly Ripa, who's celebrating 25 years, I think. Yeah, 25 years last year or this year. Yeah. And, you know, she just wore a simple dress that she had. She says she still wears a beach cover up sometimes. (laughs) I wouldn't do that personally, but good for her, man. Still re-wearing wait, wait, it like wait. that. 
One more time. She wears her wedding dress as a beach cover up. She has said in interviews, like I've seen it on People and other places that she's worn her wedding dress. It's a simple, a little less intricate than Cindy Crawford's like little slip dress. It's like a silk slip dress, I feel like, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they had broken up actually like right before they got married and then they got back together and then hopped on a plane and went to Vegas. And 25 years later and three kids. Still going strong. I remember on her show, she had, I think it may have been around their anniversary, she made the comment that the one regret she has is that they didn't shell out the extra like 90 bucks for the wedding video because they didn't want to spend the money. And now she's like, it was $90. Like, why didn't we just do it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think weddings in Vegas are super awesome and I'm supportive of it. I thought one day, I, you know, if I didn't do beach, I'd do Vegas. You know, I think it's cool and it's a budget savvy way to do it. Absolutely. Another budget savvy option, getting married at home. Obviously, celebrities probably have larger homes to entertain a group of people. But more often than not, I do think that they're sticking with a a more intimate guest list for this sort of thing. Do you know off the top of your head any special celebrity weddings that happened at home? So one of the first ones that comes to mind is Julia Roberts and Danny Motor back in 02. So they told all their guests, which was like, again, like 40, 50 people, not even. It was 4th of July. We're going to have a 4th of July party at her house. So people came over and, oh, she's wearing a dress. And he's in like kind of a suit and there's an officiant and they're getting married. <laughs> Total <laughs> surprise for their family and friends. I love and again, that. they've still been married since 02. Wow. And have three kids. But then Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau got married in their backyard of their home. Obviously, we just talked about Gwen and Blake in Oklahoma, Miranda Kerr and Evan Spiegel. So their wedding, they <laughs> only had like 20 or 30 people. But it's crazy. She wore this elaborate wedding gown for this home wedding i mean i know a lot of it probably was like for vogue and that <laughs> let's be real but yeah that was another one that came to mind too oh, nice. oh and hillary duff in her second wedding yes i really liked the photos of her wedding her dress had those structured like shoulder moment like long sleeve situation jenny packham the designer especially um did that dress for her i love that you know all the fashion details i'm just like you know those shoulder things it was really cute i don't know well unfortunately one of the shows i produced is the cats walk with joseph Katz, and he's a hollywood stylist and we actually ah. had jenny packham on we oh. didn't get to deep we didn't get to deep dive about that dress i really wanted to but we didn't get a chance to but yeah oh, so <laughs> it was beautiful i absolutely loved it so it's so, so unique so so unique really i uh, an iconic moment and hillary duff is just beautiful Another couple that we had on our list of um, couples who got married at home. So Ed Sheeran got married oh. at home in at his home in Sussex, England. Ariana Grande just got married at her home in Montecito, California. Uh, and also Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. Yes, I have them on my list too. I forgot. <laughs> I loved their wedding look. Ellen's suit was tailored perfectly to her. And Portia's, that low back halter, oh my God. Like you have to have a certain body to rock that outfit and she has it. Like Absolutely. It, to me, it's become an iconic wedding look. I agree. Like that photo of them, they're like holding hands and they're both like so joyful. It's just like, it's a photo that's solidified in my mind when I think about celebrity weddings. And obviously they were one of the first prominent lesbian couples to get married. And so it's just, it's such an iconic wedding moment, I think. Yes, I love it. Their guest list was really small, like just around 30 close friends and family. So keeping it small, even though you could afford to bring in 
hundreds of people if you wanted. Right. And kind of full circle with Julia Roberts. I still remember, because I'm, I'm older, when she got married the first time to Lyle Lovett. I might even have that issue of People magazine somewhere in my collection. But um, she wore this really cool, and this has become come back in style because 90s fashion's back in style, but the square neck, simple tank sheath dress barely came to her ankles and she was barefoot with like this organza veil and it was just her and lyle and maybe a witness or two at this old chapel nothing ostentatious i love that simple and (laughs) (laughs) stress-free julia roberts probably got her fix later on doing all the wedding movies so like her first and second weddings needed to be simple (laughs) totally I really love talking about celebrity couples choosing their home. You know, Jess already said it. A lot of times their home is more conducive to something like that. But pointing out that this was a trend for celebrities for a very long time, like way prior to COVID, because I think a lot of couples now are warming up to this idea of that backyard thing, realizing actually how intimate and awesome it can be. So I just want to point out that this is like a long-standing tradition of people doing the wedding thing at their home, just like it is at the courthouse. And I think that we should give a little more weight to those couples that chose, you know, that courthouse wedding. I didn't know about Kristen Bell and Zach Shepard choosing not to get married until gay marriage was legalized. I think that's absolutely incredible. And I think that should be spoken about more. Anyway, but what about other couples that chose the courthouse scene? Another one that I have no pictures that I've ever seen and they wish they would show it to us is Jessica Alba and Cash Warren. They got married at the courthouse and rumor is she just wore a little blue dress with her hair and a ponytail and it was just simple. Again, married for years now, three kids, four kids, something like that. But if you want to go back, Meryl Monroe got married twice at a courthouse to Joe DiMaggio, which she wore just like a little simple brown or black pencil skirt and jacket. And then again, when she married Arthur Miller and both were in the 1950s. And then one of my favorite favorite iconic weddings of all time is that of Mick and Bianca Jagger and talk about changing the game when she wore that smoking jacket and oh I just love it so much it's one of my top 10 favorite bridal looks ever but they got married at a courthouse and they got married in France and because there's no rules that like paparazzi and people you know can't be they can be closed off whatever it's a public place the courthouse got hounded with people when they were trying to get married. Anyways, wow. it's one of my favorite celebrity weddings and it was a courthouse wedding. I love just, that. Just them and their publicist and, and 50,000 fans. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Of, of all people to invite. Well, yeah. I guess when, yeah. And she publicist. was pregnant at the time with Jay Jagger. And, but they did do a big reception later on that night at the hotel. They had like hundreds of people there, like all the celebrities you can think of, the Beatles, Bridget Bardot. And rumor is he was just, you know, drunk and hanging out with everybody. And she went back to the hotel room pregnant and like, this is not fun. (laughs) But she looked beautiful. (laughs) Very rock and roll, right? Very rock and roll. So some other like recent ones that I saw that happened at courthouses. um, Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl got married at the courthouse in, I think, Brooklyn on a Monday which, I mean, obviously, I think most most city hall weddings are going to have to be during the week because that's when it's open. But like m- getting married on a weekday is another very savvy hack. Super savvy. Apparently, Allison Brie and Dave Franco also got married on a Monday. From what I understand, it was very private. I don't think there's like any photos or anything. They said they were very low key and like not really all that fussed about having some big extravagant event. Which I understand, but I really want to see photos. 
I know. I'm talking to you, Jennifer Aniston. I want to see the full dress. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's It really is one spectrum, one end of the spectrum of the other. They either go for the full People Magazine exclusive cover story where they get paid a ton of money to get featured. So like the wedding photos become like a revenue generating opportunity or they want to keep it so private and don't want to share photos at all. Yeah, I mean, a lot of celebrities do opt for the secret wedding. Nobody knows. And then all of a sudden, surprise, we got married. Which the first thing that comes to mind with that is, I mean, the family and friends knew that we're there, but it became a surprise once it was over, is JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Again, in my top five favorite wedding looks of all time. And definitely talk about changing the game in fashion, in weddings, and style. That little chapel off on that island her in that simple and chic Narcissa Rodriguez, which then put him on the map as a designer because he wasn't really known yet. And then he just blew up after that. And she just carried those, that little bouquet of like, cal- not cow lilies, but what are the flowers that they carry? Different royal weddings and stuff. The lily, lily of the valley. Of the, yep. Just a little bouquet of that. She wore gloves, which I'm not a big glove person, but whatever. <laughs> She's still gorgeous. <laughs> it is a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. Another surprise wedding. We talked about Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick, but their wedding was a surprise. And she wore black, which I just think is so awesome. And I really feel like she kind of made that okay for other brides, you know, because then you had Avril Lavigne when she married Chad Kroger, uh, Shauna Grimes. We've talked about Kristen Bell. And then I don't know if you guys are Selling Sunset fans. Like I'm a huge Selling Sunset fan. No, I haven't watched it. Christine Quinn, who's one of the realtors on the show, and she's also a model. She wore this super expensive (laughs) glittery beautiful black dress it looks awesome i'm off with a black wedding dress yeah i mean we covered that in one of our season one episodes like wearing a non-white wedding dress and yeah it seems like celebrities really have kind of like paved the way for that in a big way yeah i love that episode going with the non-traditional colors i know you and i just have talked about on my show about amber tamblin Again, one of my favorite weddings and a budget savvy wedding. So when she married David Cross, she wore this marigold lacy yellow dress barefoot. She came in on a canoe with her dad, you know, just like a flower in her hair. So simple. And then like their cake later on for their wedding was just a two tiered cheesecake. I love it. It's so awesome. And then Julianne Moore, she might have been a courthouse wedding. She was courthouse or a small house wedding. She wore lavender, mm-hmm. just a lavender slip dress. And it looks stunning on her. Like you don't have to wear white if you don't want to. Absolutely not. Wear what you feel best in and what feels like most like your personal style. I read something about Haley Bieber's wedding dress because they had two separate weddings from what I understand. Yeah. And one of her dresses was, was designed by someone who's traditionally more of like a streetwear designer, I think. Not a not a wedding designer. She talked about how like her everyday street style is like such a big part of who she is. And so she didn't want her wedding dress to feel like so traditionally bridal. But with the street style, again, the uh, bucking trends, we get into the jumpsuits, you get into the Solange Knowles and Emily Ratajkowski. But to me, you wouldn't have that without Bianca Jagger. Like she kind of helped pave that way of being able to do that. And then like with the short dresses, you know, you had the tea length with Audrey Hepburn in the 50s with her wedding. But then you get to Yoko Ono with the mini skirt with her and John, another iconic look. Mm-hmm. So again, bucking those trends, you, then you move to high lows with the actress from the hills and oh, yeah, Whitney Port, she had like the yes. high low. Yes. Because I kept looking at that as inspiration once I bought my high low dress, because I kept second guessing myself. Uh-huh. And I kept looking at her photo like, okay, <laughs> this is gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Another thing that I thought was interesting um, was like having friends incorporated in the ceremony, whether it's having them officiate or serve some other sort of role. So like, obviously, if you're a celebrity, you're probably pretty well connected. (laughs) But even if you're a a normie like us, um, (laughs) you can call on the talents of your family and friends, whether it's having somebody you know, who's really good at baking, like create desserts for you or someone to officiate your ceremony. Or if you have any musicians in your circle, having them sing during your ceremony or reception, all really great ways to incorporate people who mean a lot to you and potentially save some money. Some good examples I found of this was um, actually Maren Morris had her best friend officiate her wedding. Also, Leah Michelle had Ryan Murphy, who was her boss um, and the producer, I guess, creator of Glee, officiate her wedding. And then this is a fun fact. I don't know if you'll know this. Apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio gave away Kate Winslet at her wedding to Ned Rock and Roll in 2012. No, like I I remember like she got married and it was on his dad, Sir Richard Branson's Island. But I didn't know that Leo gave her away. That's really cool. Yeah, I think this was in a Vogue article. It said, oh no, it was, sorry, it was Us Magazine. Leonardo DiCaprio walked Kate Winslet down the aisle at her secret wedding in 2012. It's an interesting choice, isn't it? I feel like that was for us. Like, that that was for the fans. (laughs) Then we need to see video of it. All right. We deserve that. There's like finally room for him next to her because he couldn't (laughs) fit on that stupid Piece door, of wood. <laughs> door. <laughs> Definite fan service oh. moment. Yeah. Speaking of video, I really wish there was video of Tom Hanks was an officiant for Alice, actress Allison Williams' wedding. Oh. Brian Williams, the, the oh, journalist's daughter. Yeah. But there's no video of it. I would love to see Tom Hanks officiate a wedding. So I have a fun question for you guys. If you could be the fly on the wall at one of these celebrity weddings. Who would you want to give the best man speech and for whose wedding? That's a tough one. I don't know why, but the first one's coming to mind. I have a thing for, I love comedians. So the first thing that's coming to mind is, I have no idea who Adam Sandler had as his best man. Because he's been married for a long time now to his wife since late 90s, early aughts. But if I could be at their wedding and David Spade be the best man. Because he nice. and Chris Farley are like their best friends since the early 90s SNL. I think that would be fun. That is it's fun. all about the laughter to me. Well, then obviously, because they're back together, because <laughs> everything ha- happened in the early 2000s is coming back around, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Hopefully she busts out that pink ring again, and then Matt Damon can be the best man and give the speech. <laughs> Finally, because he's supposed to do it like... <gasps> 20 years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. On that thread, we all deserve David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston getting oh. married with Courtney Cox giving the best Maid of Honor speech ever. You just won my heart. <laughs> it's my favorite show of all time. We deserve it. I we heard the rumors it. aren't true about them dating though, right? Me too, but I... We can dream. We can dream. <laughs> just like Ross and Rachel. Ross and Rachel forever. <laughs> In the fan fictions of our minds. <laughs> But then Lisa Kudrow has to give, get up and give the... I mean, Courtney Cox would oh, definitely be her. so you know. But true. Lisa Kudrow should do the toast. You're so right. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> Love it. All right. So now that we've done this deep dive into dream celebrity weddings we would want to see, let's just do a little like for the wow factor. Just talk about the like expensive celebrity weddings out there that are just jaw-dropping. 
I mean, both of Celine Dion's to Renee Angelil are the very first things that come to mind. Over the top, ostentatious, billions of dollars. The first one, which to me was like Princess Diana on crack, she wore this like Lily. It was like a, a twenty pound headpiece, like <laughs> this, this like crystallized headpiece. Do you remember that at all? She even said it was like super heavy on her head, but she wore it anyways. And then she had like the big Victorian type puffy dress, and it was at the castle. And then they renewed their vows like 10 or 20 years later and they did a whole like Cleopatra theme and she got brought in on like the <laughs> thing and she oh wore all gosh. this gold and oh, look up both of Celine Dion's like. I didn't come across hers when I was doing my research, but like now I'm very curious. I'm totally going to look that up. I'm sure there's more expensive ones now since then, but like if you want to talk ostentatious. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, the one thing that like maybe can't, couples can take away from this, like we've kind of already said, but just to reiterate, I think looking at all these celebrities who have unlimited resources, basically, and choosing to do things their way on their own terms, you know, doing what's most important to them, having something small and scaled back and super intimate or completely private or just eloping or going to Vegas, whatever the case might be. They've made this choice, even though they have all the resources in the world, and they're not necessarily worried about potentially hurting people's feelings for leaving them out. I think that's the biggest thing that couples are grappling with when they think about having something smaller or more intimate or doing something for themselves rather than for everyone else is they're concerned about how other people are going to take it. But you don't. We don't, us normies, like I said before, don't necessarily have access to all of the infinite resources in the world. So even more reason to be unapologetic about doing what you want to do at the end of the day. I agree. I completely agree. We're going to wrap up. Thank you, Leah, for the wealth of celebrity pop culture knowledge that you have. It's so fun <laughs> to watch you light up about this and talk all about these things. It's its honestly kind of amazing that you can do all that. Truly rattling this off off the top of her head. I'm like, girl, you're like an encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that finally all my years of obsessing over this can be channeled into a proper spot. <laughs> and not just and not just me like talking to myself, staring at People Magazine. So. Well, I love it. Before we go, let's just give you a chance to tell our listeners where they can find you and all that fun stuff. Yeah, thank you again so much. This has been just such a joy for me. You can find Weddings Unveiled with Leah Longbreak at evergreenpodcast.com. And it's on every single podcast platform you can think of. Also, it's uh, at WU Leah Longbreak on Instagram and Twitter and Weddings Unveiled with Leah Longbreak on Facebook. And then I'm at Cleveland Leah on all the socials, except for TikTok because I'm not that hip. <laughs> <laughs> amazing well thank you so much it was so great talking to you and we'll be back soon with a new episode you've been listening to the bouquet toss the podcast dedicated to uncovering where wedding trends and traditions come from so that you can plan your wedding your way we're continuing the discussion in our private community Join our supportive group of brides-to-be by heading to thebudgetsavvybride.com slash community. Now it's your turn to catch the bouquet as we toss it over to you to rate and review on your favorite podcast app. As always, stay true to you, and we look forward to chatting again soon.